0: All right, thanks so much for being here today, Sam and Gray and Ashley. Um, I'm Kaylee Bliss and, and we're excited to be able to talk more about Provo dating culture. Are there any negative sides to what, the, what you feel like the religion is teaching or like how it's influencing the culture? Actually, I would actually have a specific kind of question related to that. Um, earlier, I think Sam kind of mentioned like people looking down on other people when they aren't dating. And I just wanted to ask about that because I feel like, do you think that morality kind of get ties into di- like kind of gets tied into dating when it shouldn't be because of like some of the religious influences? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think as human beings, like we're prone to compare people. And like I'm particularly susceptible to this. But I feel like if someone's not dating um and they're not dating for a long time we automatically assume like um maybe assume the worst like oh um maybe they like this isn't a bad thing but maybe they they have they are part of the lgbtq community right and and that's not a bad thing at all but like we maybe the, the way the culture is here in Provo, that we do look upon it negatively. And that's a, that's a horrible thing, you know? Or maybe a person is struggling with like, pornography, you know what I mean? And they, don't, they aren't dating. And then, oh, we automatically assume that when someone's not dating. And there's a myriad of reasons why someone might not date. Um, but I do think we, we, if someone's not dating, we automatically assume the worst of that person. And we're like, oh, and, and also like added upon that, oh, like marriage is not their priority. So like, what, what are they even doing in this life if they're not trying to get married? So I think there is some judgment to be cast that, I mean, I'm number one on the list, you know what I mean? But uh, so, sometimes we do assume the worst and someone's not dating.
0: Okay, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Gray and, and Ashley, has that been your experience as well? I think, yeah but I also think that people date because they don't want the judgment and not because they're actually like looking to get married, which creates a problem all on its own, but, you know, just avoiding that, trying to avoid that judgment or that assumption people will make, you know, it forces people into dating at least here anyway. Yeah, I think that that's a really interesting point that, Sometimes you might end up dating someone because even if you're not looking for marriage, because you're supposed to be looking for marriage, kind of trying to keep up with like the, what's like socially acceptable, I guess. That's an interesting point, Ashley.
1: I, I actually, I, I wanted to, to say something, if that's okay. Yes, please. Yeah. So I think a lot of um, our, the the religious aspect on our dating has to do with um, like our experiences as youth and so I'm just going to read from For the Strength of Youth because that's like literally the church's stance on it, right? It says, you should not date until you're at least 16 years old. When you begin dating, go with one or more additional couples. Avoid going on frequent dates with the same person. Developing serious relationships too early in life can limit the number of other people you meet and can perhaps lead to immorality. And then later on, it says, as you enter your adult years, make dating and marriage a high priority. Seek a companion who is worthy to go to the temple and be sealed to you for time and all eternity. Marrying in the temple and creating a family are essential in God's plan of happiness. So I think a lot of the issues stem from that, 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 um, that rule, that commandment that we shouldn't date until we're 16. And then when we're 16 we shouldn't like date one person. We should like be going on group dates. So I feel like as members of the church, we've kind of made this, we, we've made our own rules in like from this room. We're like, okay, we're not going to date to us. We're 16. And then we're, we're in high school, which is, that's not what this is saying, but that's what we think. We're like, oh, in high school, we won't go on dates with like one person all the time, but we'll go on group dates. And then when we get to college, that's when we like, we have to go on a, like we just have to have one person that we're going on dates with. And that is not at all what this is saying. But I that's that's how I've interpreted it for so long. I'm like, oh this, that's how most people yeah, interpret. It. Right. So so like we, we make this this rule from our own interpretation of what what the church church's stances and I think this rule of oh don't date two or 16 and don't go on dates with the same person all the time that we've we've switched into like oh in college I have to go on dates with one person all the time and like I can't go on group dates and I feel like that like ruins and it even says like going on dates with one person will limit the people that you meet and I don't think that we should limit the people that we meet in college just because Um, The church wants us to get married. I think we should still try and meet as many people as possible and group dates are a great thing, but I feel like the amount of group dates in college are way (laughs) less than the amount of group dates in high school, if that makes
0: sense. Makes sense. I think that, I think that you bring up something interesting too, along with like the difference between like, from what I've been listening and what I've been hearing from you guys, it sounds like you would say that the religion itself is positively influencing BYU dating culture while the things that like the negatives sound like they're not coming from like the doctrines of the church or the principles that the church teaches so much as they're coming from like the church culture that we create so it's interesting to see like the church culture affecting dating culture and like how the actual doctrines are affecting dating culture and how like the the things that we like kind of put on ourselves kind of like what sam's saying like are what is really causing the the problems here i think that that's a very interesting interesting thing to think about.
2: So one of the the positives, I know we were, comes from uh, family doctrine again. The reason we marry is to start a family, obviously. Um, And because of the importance the church puts on families and having children and teaching children and fulfilling familial responsibilities and raising them, once you get married, you're not just committed to that that one, just your spouse, you're also committed to your children, which I feel like popular culture really doesn't put an emphasis on. Um, so I think because you're committed to more than just one person, uh, you're more likely to be resilient and um, make sacrifices for that, that one person, you know, if, if you want breakfast in bed in the morning but it or admit, say my wife wants breakfast in bed in the morning but i don't make breakfast for her she's not gonna go and just get rid of me like that just because we're more likely to uh, to um compromise really is what i'm trying to say
0: i like that because there's a focus on not just self and like what like the relationship is doing for you, but more like the focus is on what can like I bring to this relationship. What can I bring to this family? Like, like I like that. I think that that is a positive uh, and a, a good a good point there. Mm-hmm.